0: Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. I mean podcast? Podcast. My name is Andrew.
1: And my name is Emily. <laughs> Hasn't been a pod- cats in a while. Yeah. Used to always do that.
0: We did used to do that. Quite frequently, and I think it's high time to bring it back.
1: Yeah, how's Poppy?
0: Uh, Poppy is so incredibly attached to Melissa. It's adorable. Aww. Inseparable.
1: Best buds.
0: But, I mean, outside of that, she's just a happy, healthy cat. Yeah. But, yeah. in different pet news, uh, we've got a goldfish. Aww. Shocker, even my fish is orange. And... uh name is Dorothy and Melissa got these like ceramic like floating fish that go into the tank Nice. and I can't tell if like I'm entertained or like a little scared that the fish is going to like traumatize its brain to death because it's just like playing with them and I'm kind of like wondering like is it just going to headbutt one day and just I'll be like wow there's so many floating fish so
1: oh my god wow
0: but I, I hope it's really just having fun mm. playing around with its uh, with its Medusa pet rock friends.
1: And the wild goldfish get really big.
0: This one's getting there.
1: Yeah, it's just like they, we keep them in these really tiny tanks. When I was in college, I um had sweetmates, mates, so we shared a bathroom. And they kept getting fish, but they kept filling the water to the top. And mm-hmm. they didn't have any mesh over the top of oh, the no. tank. So I kept going to the bathroom, and there just be a dead fish on the counter. And I had to knock on the door and be like, it happened again, ladies. Ladies, it happened again. I don't know how you haven't, like, figured out there's a problem, but I think it happened a a couple of times.
0: It's like finding Nemo, but not main character energy.
1: I don't think that we were supposed to keep fish in the dorms. Oh, I wasn't to supposed to keep the fish in the either. dorms either.
0: I didn't have fish in the dorms. I had a, a hamster. His name is Howard. Yeah. He had herniated testicles, which just made them look absolutely gargantuan. And, you uh, know, he was right. Howard with the, the giant balls.
1: Great. That's exactly how I wanted to start my morning. <laughs>
0: I'm not making this up.
1: Fantastic drive time podcast content. Everyone is changing to a different podcast right now at this moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know as long as we can keep everybody uh, awake this daylight savings time week oh,
1: keep I'm barely awake but I had a gig last night so <clears throat> double late last night yeah I was playing bass with Jerf it was probably my first gig since December so I'm gonna be honest I was a little less a little sloppier than usual but I still managed to get it out of the crowd and onto a table during the show
0: <laughs> nice nice. Yeah.
1: People, people love that. People love that. I got lots of compliments, and people came up to me at the very end there, which was which was nice. Um, it was cool. I enjoyed it very much. Enjoyed it. Um, like playing, like playing with those people. Like that venue. Uh, they give you twelve dollars for food, and then they they I'm like oh, and you and you get two drink tickets. I'm like oh cool, that's nice. What are the drink tickets good for? Two PBRs. End of list. Just the two PBRs. End of list. No, not well. Not well. Drinks. Nope. Uh, okay. I guess. I guess I'll just use my twelve dollars food and drink, and buy the drinks that I actually do want.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be mad, personally.
1: I wasn't mad for myself. I wasn't mad. I was just like, that's it?
0: But I'd be a little bothered on behalf of others.
1: I just didn't want PBR.
0: Of which it's my uh, moral obligation to be.
1: <sighs> I'm not a, not a beer guy, so. And they did give me, I, I did get one well gin and tonic, and they gave me a buck fifty off the well gin, so.
0: Oh, well, there you go. I, uh, no, like, I, I'm not opposed to PBR, but. You know, when I'm, like, out, that's not really – PBR is good, like, after you've mowed the lawn on a hot summer day.
2: Yeah, it's good barbecue, is, I'm sure.
0: It's, yeah. It, it's outdoor, backyard, warm weather drinks. Yeah. It's not March at, at a club drink.
1: It wasn't a club. It was a barbecue place. But they have an outdoor uh, venue kind of area. It's covered – and, okay. you could, and it was really raining when we were setting up. You could hear, you could hear the rain hitting like the the plastic roof. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, that's loud, huh? Nice. That <laughs> was great. So at one point, um, the sound guy is trying to mic the singer's amp so that the singer can get it through the monitors. Yeah, and yeah. he had a couple of microphones, and we're like, why isn't this working? And we look back at. The mic, he's miking right between the two speaker cones. Like, oh yeah, that'll do it. So we just move, we just slyly move the microphone, and immediately we could hear it. Magic. (laughs) I think you're just guys like no,
0: like I placed it where I wanted to place. You're like, oh, look at the size of that spider on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: i'm
0: sorry, that was just a shadow, not a spider. My bad.
1: Really nice sound guy. But there were there were a few things where it's like at one point I'm like I kind of think the bass is too loud, but also I think he would tell me if it was. Normally they do. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Of
0: all the instruments on stage (laughs) to be a little overly loud, I think bass is honestly the least offensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. On
0: several levels. You want it, it like the guitar is overly loud. Everything just sounds flat and mushy. Bass is too loud. Like, Oh no. Thump, thump.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: let's raise this plastic roof. Like
1: I did pretty really well. I I'm, I'm getting better at memorizing those songs. And, um, there was a cover we were doing by the band called, it makes no difference. And it really, uh, was stressing me out. And I think I did okay. So, uh, <sighs> I hope that's I do okay. I, I don't know.
0: I'm sure he made a difference.
1: I had fun, so I think that mattered. I think it made a difference.
0: Having too. fun is contagious. So,
1: yeah, it was funny. Jeff could. Jeff always brings out a lot of people. Like his, the person who sold him his house two years ago came. I'm like, wow. I could.
0: That is I, that is charm right there.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. So. It was fun. I can't um, even
0: get my landlord to talk to me.
1: <laughs> I don't know when the next Jerf gig is, but uh, in Seattle specifically, but I do know we're going on tour in May, so.
0: Nice. Which uh, I'm sure will be extra affordable with the, the gas prices the way they are.
1: Well, hopefully we'll have an electric car by then.
0: Oh, even better.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Just want, it's you know, the the cost of gas goes up and it, it it hits the folks that we don't always think about I mean bands going cool? on tour yeah. arsonists I mean just the people that are affected it's tragic
1: <laughs> Someone pointed out that if you adjust for inflation, they're about the same as when Bush was president right yeah though no, I don't know if you're supposed to adjust energy prices for inflation also
0: i uh I'm I really no economist.
1: I have no idea. Uh,
0: what I know is I drive a Prius and my commute is 15 minutes long. So, me personally,
1: me. I drive um, a 2008 Ford Explorer. Thankfully, my commute's walking downstairs.
0: Well, there you go. See, all the more reason to work from home. See corporations?
1: Yeah, you want us to come back to the offices and gas is at an all time high? No! <laughs> no! I wanna.
0: Oh, not not to talk too much about day job stuff. But I saw it, like Goldman Sachs asked for everybody back in the office. Like CEO said, it's mandatory, and like only fifty percent of people showed up. And they're like, what are you gonna do? Fire half of us? Yeah. <laughs> talk about a power move, especially <sighs> for uh, employees that are known for being grossly taken advantage of. Also very well paid, but in terms of time and what how they're treated,
1: can't replace the whole company. Nope. No, good luck. You can't with replace that. half of them. Shoot, replacing like twenty five percent of them, ten percent of them would be an ordeal.
0: The amount of money you lose just on for the but the hiring, recruitment cost, onboarding, loss of productivity in between.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anything new with you, dude?
0: Uh, I'm trying something new. Oh, of the um, barbecue variety. Speaking of barbecues.
1: Okay.
0: I I don't know if it counts as pastrami, but I'm smoking corned beef.
1: Well, that would be corned beef.
0: But pastrami is smoked corned beef with a particular rub.
1: Are you using the particular rub?
0: There's some sort of qualifier that differentiates it from smoked corned beef and pastrami, and I don't know what it is.
1: Oh, are you doing this for St. Patrick's Day? Yep. Okay. Yep. I forgot.
0: I got that. I've got some potatoes sitting in brine right now. I've got the cabbage and carrots and all that sitting in the fridge. I'm going to do that this afternoon. So we'll see how it turns out. But currently, uh, I'm sitting at 128 degrees Fahrenheit internal on the on the corned beef.
1: Okay. It's sitting
0: pretty around 240 on the on the ambient temp.
1: Nice. So, yeah. That's what's new with you. Uh,
0: that is what's new with me. I I didn't do hardly anything else this week because I had a really wild work week. Yeah. Including a fifteen hour day. Oof. that was fun. I
1: had a little more fun. I um I did a demo for the new and Bread Phaser Mini Worlds.
0: Look at that. That is trippy.
1: It is an eight stage phaser with eight LFO modes, including two um envelope based modes which i think were my favorites interesting yeah i had a lot of fun with this thing it's very i, I did i played it with the b bender um and i felt like it was very well suited for that so yeah i can see that yeah yep. yeah people keep complaining about the art and i kind of like the art
0: What what is there to complain about the art
1: I don't know. I think people just don't, some people just don't like Catalan Bread's current art direction. But I don't have a problem with it. I think it is what, you know, it's fine. And this one is very sci fi, which I think is very appropriate because the name is based on um, something from quantum physics. So, and also her third eye lights up. That's where the LED is.
0: Beautiful. Love that idea. I love it.
1: I personally really like it. <clears throat> I think it yeah, I think it's very well suited for country. Um, and that's kind of what I was doing a little bit. I was playing some some Eagles, some Clarence White licks in my demo. And then I played some Prince licks with the envelope mode. <laughs> I mean, just
0: based off of the artwork and then the third eye thing, like I I just have to assume the artist is a tool fan.
1: Uh, maybe. <laughs>
0: that, that's exactly what it screams to me. <laughs> but
1: Okay. Hey, Prince was the third eye, third eye person too. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like this one. I, I demoed their cloak back um when that came out. Uh that was really neat. I liked the um that um low pass filter on the shimmer. Mm-hmm. I like I like this overall as a pedal a lot more. I don't have a, a ton of phasers in my arsenal. So that was it was really fun. I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of fun. Check out the demo if you haven't already, please. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, check out our affiliate codes. We have we have some. Oh yeah, And check us out on Patreon at patreon.com/slash/getoffset.
0: Shout out to all the patrons in the Discord server for helping keep me sane this week. Appreciate we you all. Them.
1: We love them dearly our patrons
0: and uh extra shout out to damien for (laughs) that screen grab he got
1: oh yeah i turned a screen grab of andrew and his tiny hand uh into an emoji from the last episode so if you just listen to the podcast instead of watching the video and you're not in the discord you are missing out on some comedy it was just
0: Lightly sprinkled in there. I was kind of wondering if someone was going to notice. Someone did.
1: How? I I, I think you think people don't have eyeballs sometimes.
0: I, I, I was just trying to like real quick, real real quick and subtle.
1: It was neither so, quick nor subtle.
0: I just got this little this little hand that matches my skin tone, not exact, but close enough.
1: Yeah, dude, it's not subtle. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's pretty obvious when it's a little, little tiny hand. Yeah. Oh. It's funny.
0: I like it. I Just do too. like a little handshake.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't have one.
0: So, uh, I lived under a rock this week. What happened? What, what happened in say? the world?
1: I've been, mean, I've also kind of been living under a rock. What do you want to know? Oh, do you want me to tell you about the TikTok thing? I was telling you about Tell already. me about
0: what the cool kids are talking about. Yeah.
1: You know, MGK has a signature guitar Machine Kelly. No, it's like a Schechter. I,
0: good... I did not know that.
1: Did you really? It's fucking awesome looking.
0: But I also don't particularly like MGK.
1: His signature Schechter. Let's open it up. All right, it, let's take. Yeah, it is a thousand dollars. It's honestly really cool looking. It has a single humbucker in the bridge. Uh, just one. Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: That twelfth fret inlay is awful.
1: Yeah, I don't like that.
0: The rest of this is fine.
1: Yeah, I wish that there were like dots. I I don't love the neck look, but like the body, I think is really nice. Um, it has a USA Pasadena Plus bridge humbucker. Uh, just the one double X fret marker on the twelfth, glow in the dark side marker. That's kind of nice. Um, I like the color. I like the kind of thing that's happening underneath the strings. Um. Mm. single master volume control with dome knob and kill switch so no toe knob probably fine for machine gun Kelly but the kill switch actually created some drama on TikTok there was a gentleman who worked at guitar center and he got one into service and he's mm-hmm. like oh kill switch that's cool and he's like oh and, the, and he on the one that he was servicing when it was down the guitar was muted and he decides to go see let's see how machine gun kelly uses his kill switch and in every single performance and photo he saw machine gun kelly with his guitar the the kill switch was down so this guy thinks machine gun kelly never has his guitar on and so this video went viral Because everyone's like, oh, Machine Gun Kelly never plays his guitar live. ah, And I and a few other people are sitting here like, one, you know those rotate, right? Two, it seems like a pretty big design flaw to have the kill switch go mute in the down position. So close to where you're strumming because it seems like something you would accidentally hit a lot. If that was how it came stock, the first thing I would do is slip it around. Sure. Three, if you've heard Machine Gun Kelly play, ain't nobody else playing. That's definitely him. Because if I was having somebody else mime the guitar for me, I'd probably make it sound better. That's just me. So I I made a video basically saying that. Um, But Machine Gun Kelly (laughs) apparently saw the video and makes his own TikTok explaining that indeed the one that the guy was working on was flipped. Yep. And it's supposed to be uh, muted in the up position which makes a lot more sense for a kill switch I agree it makes more sense for a kill switch yeah.
0: and that ladies and gentlemen is uh, a great example of confirmation bias
1: yeah <clears throat> yeah so the guy actually to the guy's credit he like apologized I think but he also trashed MGK is playing, which is fair because I just said the same thing.
0: I mean, yeah, that's that's totally fair ball.
1: He's not a very good guitarist, that's fine. He makes more money playing guitar than I ever will. He's crying all the way to bank on that one.
0: Yep. <laughs> no, it's the uh it's the Pete Davidson bad boy thing that for being honest, MGK started first. But
1: Day. I don't want to compare, I don't want to compare MGK and Pete Davidson because I actually like Pete Davidson a little more. MGK said some weird things. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, We start with
0: Travis Barker. OG kind of went off the rails, got in a plane crash, turned his life around. Is like, actually seems like a decent guy. You got Machine Gun Kelly, who's just been a douche nozzle for years. And now Pete Davidson is just like the best combination of both. So that's my hot take.
1: Pete Davidson works on himself. You know, here's the thing about Pete Davidson and like the women who date him, the, the women who date Pete Davidson, look at the men they date before they date Pete Davidson. Like they are intense, intense train wrecks who you're afraid are going to die every day. And then like Mac, was it Mac Miller did end up dying of, of a drug overdose very tragically. And then you have Pete, who's lighthearted. It's like, let's go to Knott's Berry Farms and is working on himself. And you don't have to just worry about constantly because he's working on himself actively. And he's funny and probably a really great listener and has some other attributes, allegedly, that are apparently fantastic. And um, and just seems like a nice guy. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just want to rebound with that? It makes well, a lot he's got of
0: the, sense. The the bad boy tinge going on, so you know,
1: the tinge without the baggage is pretty fantastic.
0: I wouldn't say no baggage, but
1: yeah, maybe baggage is okay if you're working on it.
0: It is, but. Uh, To to push back a little bit, though, like, stoners at least always appear like they're great listeners. So there is that. It's just like, yeah, man.
1: No, no, (laughs) because that's not what listening is. And I think that if you are an adult, then you understand that's not what listening is.
0: Right, right. That's why I said they appear to be good listeners.
1: Yeah, that's why I say if you're an adult, then you know. Yeah. That's not what listening is. Listening is like asking follow-up active listening. You know, and like, if you look at those texts that he sent Kanye, allegedly, they seem really nice. Like, he seems like a really nice guy.
0: Oh, I didn't see those, but you probably oh, don't need to go was, that it direction. Was just,
1: it was just very much like very respectful and stuff like that. I was like, oh, wow. Doesn't really doesn't really fit his his image. They're really chill.
0: I mean, I get a beer, Pete.
1: Yeah. He can make fun of himself, and that's always nice, too. Always nice. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking about Pete Davidson. Yeah, but that was this week's uh, Guitar Talk drama.
0: Outrage turned... Oh, whoops. My bad. (laughs) My bad, man.
1: It's like there is some drama on TikTok right now that is just like you're watching these videos, and you're like, why are these... Thirty year olds airing, airing their breakup on TikTok and why is it the only thing on my TikTok feed right now? And then you're like, ah yes, low stakes drama, thank you. That's all I want.
0: Sure. I mean that's that that was always the appeal of reality TV. Now you're just getting it in mini shows. that seems a little bit more based in reality because it's actually just some random user being like, Yeah, look at this person I'm breaking up with.
1: I don't want relationship drama. I want low. St- I want stupid low stakes drama that doesn't matter. Like, yeah. oh, which which way does this 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 kill switch actually go? Oh man, one the one guy in the comments of one of my videos was like, I already have a kill switch on my guitar. It's called a volume knob. And I was trying to explain to him that like the roll off curve was always going to like not be immediate. I'm like it's not going to be the same as like just an on off zero one.
0: Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I'm not, I wouldn't even bother explaining to that person if they don't get it right off the bat. Cause.
1: Oh, he was just being an asshole, but I was, you know, I'm going to get my engagement. I mean, that's fair. Like I'm going to, no, I'm going to that. <laughs> I was
0: just watching a funny bit. There's a, a comedian came through one of my reels. And he was like, you know what one of the best things is? is like relationship, like people, f- couples fighting in public.
1: Oh, uh.
0: And like me, like, I, I don't get it. The way he fr- framed it up, he's like, look, it's, it's entertaining. And like, you know, like if I'm like sitting up for a restaurant, my buddy, and I hear couples fighting, like I get animalistic, like I turn into a mirror cap, like, where is it? Where is it?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> I thought
0: that was pretty funny. I, I, I don't, I do the whole like turn away kids, like kind of thing. Like, oh, leave them in God. peace. I don't want any part of it. But I, I could see why someone would be like, oh, I've got zero stakes in this. This is entertainment. Let's go. <laughs> no, every quiet. Shh, shh, shh. Let, let them fight.
1: And it kind of depends on what's happening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Ah, oh, man, I, I, I get a little bit of I get a little bit of discomfort. I don't like relationship drama. I don't like other people's relationship drama. I don't like my own. I don't have a lot personally um yeah oh gosh and the tiktok one this week was just so stupid and not fun nor funny and just like uh. but people made it funny because of course they do um yeah but yeah so it was just it's just funny where um going back to the guitar thing like you're just talking about kill switches and then someone's like i have a kill switch it's called a volume knob i'm like Stylistically, not the same. <laughs> and Tungrella has so, entered the chat. That was like so, like one of the more boomer comments I've ever heard. Like that was just that was his classic. Like Ace in the best whole best Stratocaster
0: is the best guitar ever made. It was perfected in the first round.
1: Yeah, someone. the updates
0: are awful.
1: Uh, like, what do you think is the best type of switch for a kill switch? I mean, I think arcade is great if all you're doing is momentary. Mm-hmm. If you never want latching, I think arcade is fine. But if you sometimes want latching, an arcade is just not going to work. So I see the toggle So for if you sometimes want latching.
0: If I want latching, I just use my volume knob. I'm serious, especially you know, playing the, at a game or whatever. The, with
1: the arcade, with the arcade,
0: yeah, yeah. If I had an arcade, I'd use that for the stuttering volume knob for just killing it.
1: Yeah, or vo- or a volume, um, a tuner pedal,
0: something like that. Yeah, tuner yeah. pedal, volume pedal to just kill. Yeah, um,
1: I'm not sure how well the um, if you're really, really using the. The toggle. I I really mm-hmm. don't know how well that would hold up over time. I knew a guy who would mute the rhythm circuit on his Jazz Master and he would use that as a um as a kill switch. Yep. I'm not sure how well that held up over time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know I that don't guy know, anymore. I haven't talked to that guy in years. <laughs> hey, does I mean, Jazz Master still work? Alright. You-
0: <laughs> that reminds me I need to actually get around if Changing the switch on my Jazzmaster.
1: Mm.
0: It's like on my like backlog of projects I could be doing. Yeah, just haven't got to it.
1: Yeah, what helped? What helped me the other day was when my my drummer came over and just handed me the bass, and I just was like, "I'm just gonna fix this while you're watching," because I fixed my drummer's bass the other day, and I was like, "I'm just gonna do this right now," because I do not want this to just be sitting in my house. For potentially weeks while I'm like "Ah, I'll fix that I'll fix that I'm like I'm just gonna do it right now I'm gonna look at it right now because I'm sure it's just because I knew it had loose loose knobs because I was playing it and I knew that the volume knob just continuously would turn
0: spin oh yeah set screw
1: uh no um Hmm. speed knob ah so I, um, tightened it up for him and explained like, Hey, if that ever happens again, here's what you do to make sure everything's tight. Because when it can do that, it's spitting the entire component around. And that's yep. why that came loose.
0: It's how you snap the wires.
1: Yeah. Uh, it is true. Um, what else? Oh, were we going to talk about the radio? The radio. On the radio. Did it kill the video star? Uh oh If only. Oh, man, I was talking last night about when MTV used to play music videos. Hey, remember that time? Do you remember? No. Oh, it was a good time. (sighs) Sorry, I'm just thinking about when MTV played... Music videos. Um way before Nirvana. Da, da, da,
0: da. Sorry. played on ND. Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Back in back in back in 1985. 1985. Five. Okay. Yep.
1: Great. Uh, <laughs> so um there is women's history month. <laughs> Indeed. Did you know that? And I did. Uh, March eighth was International Women's Day. Also and awesome and... that.
0: Thanks, Deadpool. Really? If you don't get it, move on.
1: Great. Um, so there's been some talk about, like, well, actually, i just going I'm just gonna say it. JHS posted, and this is kind of a true statement about how and why there was such a disparity between men and women being played on the radio. And their post had some truthfulness and it, it just, I, I think there was a bit mis- of misreading of data and I, I've been kind of talking to Josh about this. Uh, and, but uh, so let's talk about the radio and the history of the radio as somebody who, um, studied music business and the history of recorded music for a while um so originally with radio um there were programming directors but djs could largely play whatever they wanted so you know there'd be a lot of diversity um from one radio show to the next right so Mm -hmm. it's a lot like independent radio is now like if you listen to kexp audio show
0: Cheryl waters.
1: Yeah. And that's going to be a lot different than what Greg Vandy is playing or what Eva Walker is playing because they can pick and choose play what they want. It's amazing. Or WFUV in New Jersey. It's it's, that's a lot more like what radio used to be like. Um, and then there became some payola scandals. So what record labels were doing is they were going up to individual DJs and they were paying them to play their music and obviously this is unfair you don't want to just someone have someone pay to play that's not cool that's not good so payola became this huge scandal um and became illegal so what the result of that was was a lot of the um a lot a lot of um the choice got taken away from the DJs from what they got to play and got put in the, the programming director's hands. So the station manager gets to pick. He's like, okay, these are the songs that we're playing. You can kind of pick and choose what you play when with these parameters.
0: But here's but these,
1: list. the list. Here's the list of approved songs to play. Guess how many people you have to bribe now? One. One person per radio station. You have to bribe now. And it's, so Paola, guess what? Paola still exists. You, you still buy these station managers dinners, send them to conferences. Um, there have been stupid hit songs that were just like, because like George Jones performed at a convention and gave special attention to these people who worked in radio.
0: Bradbury, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that never really went away. It just homogenized. And then, when a bunch of used cars, literal used car salesmen, decided that there was money in radio, they started Clear Channel. Clear Channel is now iHeartMedia. Now they own a ton of radio stations. Now, homogenization is even worse in radio. And I know you're thinking, Emily, who listens to radio anymore to find music? 35% of Americans, that's who. A 2021 YouGov poll of 8,000 Americans showed that 35% of American adults still use radio to find and discover new music. And Billboard charts uh, still use radio plays as their second biggest determiner of chart placements. So yeah, radio is still pretty significant in America. Um, Terrestrial radio. We're specifically talking about terrestrial radio. Terrestrial,
0: not extraterrestrial.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Which yeah. is just like someone with a theremin in their basement and uh, and a Russian transceiver.
1: Yeah. Uh, extraterrestrial radio, aka satellite radio, is great, also, and uh, better. <laughs> I like listening to uh, satellite radio. Um, but, uh, what was I talking about? Clear Channel? Yes. Uh, Clear Channel also owns a program. Um, oh, gosh. I knew last week what it was the company that created it was called. But the program itself is called Selector. And Selector is a programming tool. You basically set up parameters. It's like a shuffle. So mm-hmm. it set. you set up parameters and you're like, I don't want to hear like two songs in the same key. I don't want to hear back to back. I don't want to hear two songs by the same artist back to back. Very important because you never want that. I don't want to hear two songs in the same beats per minute back to back. What stations were doing, or like a certain number, of, or like I don't want to hear two songs by the same artist in the same hour. Like you can yep. set a lot of same param- these these parameters. A lot. What a lot of stations were doing. Yeah, it's an algorithm. And what Los Angeles were doing and what they literally still do and have admitted to in writing in the past year is not play two women back to back. They've admitted this as a policy in, in writing. Even in March. Country Radio specifically has been abhorrent about playing women on the radio. Uh you can listen to Country Radio in some areas for hours and hear like three hours and hear like two women a woman an hour maybe it still happens a lot today and that was kind of the beef with that post And i'm not the only one who pointed that out by the way um it's called like salad gate or tomato gate or some stupid name we gotta stop naming things like that um but yeah i'd like to have a salad but it's it's still a problem that women in music are still dealing are still dealing with, and it's still significant, especially when you consider that uh, in country radio, spe- country music especially. I think country, until recently, and maybe even still, is bo- by and large the dominant uh, radio format in America. I think that might have changed recently, but until a few years ago, I think that. Um, it was like two for one for every other format in the country. So like you could take every other format ad together, multiply it by two. And that's how many country radio stations there are or were. Um, I think that's changed because a lot of people still listen to the country on the radio. And a lot, until recently, a lot of them were still buying CDs when nobody else was. Uh, it's an interesting demographic compared to other demographics. Um, And it's weird that they would not play women because women have historically been superstars in country, just like going back to the genesis of it almost. It's weird. It's very odd. Um, The first person to play a guitar on television was a woman, and she was a country musician. You have Mother Maybelle Carter, who basically... Invented one of the more dominant styles of country music playing. You have Patsy Klein, Loretta Lynn, who Loretta's still selling out concerts today if she wants to. And even as recently as like the 90s, just the way women dominated country music radio. Like, I'm not just talking about the chicks, I'm talking about like And Shania, there were lots of other women in the 90s who were, you know, not as well remembered today, but still doing quite well on the radio. It's kind of weird how it's just shifted. And now, unless you are one of a few women, you can't really be in the top 40 in country. And generally speaking, unless you have a ballad, you're not going to have a number one hit. weird
0: right is that why you like satellite radio more
1: yeah they do tend to be a little bit more diverse
0: you can't be serious
1: ah you've been sleeping on that one for 15 minutes
0: yeah it's been it's been a couple minutes yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> i applaud it that takes commitment that's commitment
0: harry potter's like oh. um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that was just kind of the issue with that statement, personally. Um, that, that that I saw as far as like the factualness of it. Uh, Do you mean
0: to tell me that sexism isn't resolved?
1: Neither is racism. Shocking. Uh, yeah. Gosh
0: darn CRT.
1: I know. <sighs> yeah, so I think that we just need to be careful when we frame these things. Um, sure. As because when when you frame something as like as recently as the 80s and then end it with a statement like hard to imagine 2022, as a lot of people said in the comments, not really hard to imagine 2022. Look at a festival bill. Like yep, there's a lot of disparity. I know that people are going to say in this in these comments, they're going to say stuff like, "Oh, there's just more male acts." I'm like. Not when you start out. When you start out, half of new guitars are being sold to women, right? Yeah. What are, what are they doing with them? They're, starting, they're playing music. They're starting bands. And then you start to get into the – at a local level, it's relatively equitable. Right. And then you start to get into the point where um, you start to play, play shows and bookers start to say, oh, I already have one one female act on this four-band bill. So you can't get on bills because they already have one woman for a four band act. You can't get on small festivals because they already have like one to two women for 10 bands. So they're already like setting quotas that are very small. Sure. And they're just not letting you in even if the music fits because they're just seeing you as a quota that they have to fill. Right. and- which is
0: why it's important not to use a single data point to illustrate an entire argument of how an industry is I and mean, you just can't do that. There's multiple data points that feed into each other that paint a larger picture. Yeah. And to only use one data point in the pool of data is intellectually irresponsible. And I mean going back to confirmation bias, I mean at that point you're just looking for a way to justify an answer.
1: Yeah. And I, I remember I was talking to some somebody and uh, it was one year when the Grammys had very few female nominees for anything. And I said, it's, it's very odd that this is happening. I think it was like a rock category when like so many like monster women released records that year. And mm-hmm. like, I thought it was about who's best, not filling a quota. I was like, dude, it's really telling that you just auto- would automatically assume no women would be best.
0: I don't know, I mean women they're they're too emotional to write good music, right? Good music has so zero emotional. emotion,
1: so emotional i man, I watched a clip of Gavin McGinnis just losing his goddamned mind recently. <laughs> he punched the microphone off of his desk, and I forget what like really innocuous thing was said to him that made him like turn purple and punch the microphone like that off of his desk, and then he picked it up I'm like. No, dude. Like, if you punch the mic off your desk, you need to like take the headphones off of your head and leave. Like, you don't just pick it up. Someone, if someone's not picking it up for you, you don't just like sheepishly go back and pick it up. You you, sure. you call it a day. Like that. Yep. <laughs> I think that was the funniest thing to me.
0: Well, sure. I mean, that's one of the the greatest, you know, the longest grift, lo- longest running grifts in human history is uh, is men branding anger as power and not an uncontrolled. Emotion, emotion they need to deal with. Yeah, that's very but, emotional. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That true. On, on a f- somewhat related topic, I was at the grocery store yesterday picking up stuff for the barbecue today. Yeah. Uh, and I was walking out with my cart and I see a family walking in and uh, one of the daughters, 12, 13 or so preteen age, was wearing a St. Vincent shirt. I'm like,
2: heck yeah.
0: So,
1: oh, How old was she?
0: She looked like she was 12 or 13.
1: Right. Some of those topics are a little grown up, but that's fine. I was listening to Worse at that age.
0: I we we all were. And if we're being honest, that <laughs> pales in, it pales in comparison to what they have access to on Snapchat, TikTok, et cetera.
1: Oh yeah, I know. I'm like, I think about it, I'm like, ah, I was listening to Alanis Morissette set, Apple. I was listening to some pretty adult yeah. topics, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. It's weird. So, yeah. Yeah, it's weird to think like you're how how things shift when you become an adult. You're like, oh, you're too young. Uh, I was listening to yours. I gotta yep. just, like, smack myself in the head and be like, nope. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite. I mean, you turned out fine. You were a very weird child for a little bit, but you turned out mostly fine. Do you, do you like my new shirt? I know no, you I can't, can't see it.
0: I can't read it right now, yeah.
1: It's actually kind of not showing up on the camera very well, but it's, it's a Deep Sea Diver shirt. Nice. Yeah, you know, I was playing practicing bass for my gig on Friday, like during my lunch break mm-hmm. and um with amplified. And I was uh I hear a knock on the door and I'm like, oh shit. My neighbors are probably upset that I've been playing bass mm-hmm. for like an hour over the drawer. just <laughs> said Jessica. She's delivered. She- I bought the shirt, and she was uh, she dropped it off, and I was like, "Oh man!" I was like all geared up to like apologize to my neighbors for playing <laughs> music in the middle of the day. Like I'll put on headphones. I'm sorry. I'm just real nervous about gig. <laughs> that was nice. nice Why note. apologize?
0: You're helping keep the the house prices low in the neighborhood. Is that what everybody wants in this in Seattle? That's
1: what I. That's what I want. Whatever. No. Dude, you know, you know,
0: I I know all too well.
1: If you know, you know, well, uh, yeah, that's all I got.
0: Anyways, uh, this, uh, going back in topic a little bit, I'm looking at the date and it's March shirt 13th. And so I think I'm going on, uh, 158 days of waiting for Pete Davidson and Taylor Swift to get together. So,
1: well, he's with Kim now. I,
0: he, I, he was with Kate Beckinsale for like a month.
1: I don't know how long he's going to be with Kim.
0: I don't know either, but I, I just know that if and when it does happen, I, I just want to be able to say that I called it.
1: Well, you are a predictor of things sometimes, so.
0: Sometimes. And today I'm using my powers for kid.
1: I bet Kim has more money than Taylor.
0: I don't know. Also, at a certain point, like, it it doesn't matter. Like, functionally, it's the same difference.
1: I know. At a point, a lot of money is a lot of money. And, like, I feel like there's a point where I do believe you are just hoarding money. I don't know what point that is, but it's kind of like, I think you know it when you see it. And you're like, I think there's a point where you look at your bank account and you're like, I don't think I can spend all that. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think I'm tired. I'm gonna take a nap now.
0: Alright, you do that. It's daylight savings. I I should also do the same.
1: Um please check us out on Patreon. Like, comment, subscribe, leave reviews on iTunes, etc. And um where what they, we got merch at podcast.com slash shop.
0: Moichendising.
1: Moicher got got Moich. um until next time thanks for watching thanks thanks for listening thanks for understanding until next time my name is emily
0: and my name is andrew goodbye
1: that was not subtle